Statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm. How the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. And we are here with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is Dr. Peter DeVitt. Um, with you today on the air with me is uh, Susan Spence. Uh, Good morning. Good morning, Susan. <laughs> you gonna you gonna take a seat here next to me, or are you, do you like standing? <laughs> I'll take a seat. I'm, I'm looking for something. Now <laughs> uh, we we have an interesting subject uh, to discuss with you today. And one that we haven't done in a while, but uh, thought would be worth, um, you know, a, a second show. I think uh, many months ago uh, we'd uh, handled this topic, but um, you know, there's there's more and more stuff coming out on this, more and more reasons to understand uh, its importance, and uh, that is um, food sensitivities. So, Susan, the title of today's show is: Are food sensitivities making you fat and sick? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So, uh, you know, food sensitivities are now affecting virtually every human being on the planet, with most people unaware of this. Uh, you're going to learn on the show about the myriad of diseases and symptoms that can be linked to food sensitivities, how to get diagnosed, and how to resolve them and the diseases they cause. So, so that's uh, that's a mouthful, and that's all the stuff we, that we have to handle <laughs> over the next hour, Susan. Yeah, it is a mouthful, and, and <laughs> as I was reading, uh, it just became more and more evident to me that we would have to talk about uh, the good bacteria in your gut and some of the fun- gut functions, not just uh, food sensitivities themselves, because it's just it's it, it's all interrelated. Yeah, and uh, and so. Do you think I'm right when I say that virtually every human being on this planet now is afflicted with food sensitivity? Uh, yeah, I think we all have a leaky gut. I think I, I'm pretty sure that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I mean, there may, may be some primitive tribe somewhere that 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 is not. You know, you you, you might be able to go to the Amazon uh, <clears throat> and find a primitive tribe that's still eating its uh, its natural diet or their natural diet. You know. Eating off the land, you know, low stress societies, but I, I don't think there's too many of those anymore. Uh, you know, even the bushmen from Southern Africa that used to be used as a great example of, you know, primitive lifestyle, no stress, <clears throat> you know, 
uh, lack of <clears throat> ego-driven society. But uh, that's changed too. Which tribe was that? The Bushmen, Bushmen. tribe okay. in South Africa. They're the desert <clears throat> dwellers uh, that traverse uh, the Kalahari Desert in South Africa. And um, <clears throat> there, there was a movie made a couple of years ago called God, The Gods Must Be Crazy. Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, I did. It was so funny. That was the Bushman? That was the Bushman. The Gods Must Be Crazy, and then it was The, the Gods Must Be Crazy too. So if you haven't seen the <laughs> second one. I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, talk about hap-handed, not being able to um, be a coherent human being, becoming a blithering idiot. That was the guy that played... In the movie, every time he he got in the company of a of a female, uh, he just uh, lost it. <laughs> so, <laughs> wonder wonder what his conflict was. But uh, but uh, yeah, that that was uh, such a, a cute movie. You know, made made some great uh, points. You know about you know how ego driven, how p- position oriented we are in our society. And excuse me, when we talk about leaky gut, uh, when we talk about food sensitivities, by the way, we also need to talk about in the very same breath, leaky gut syndrome. Right. Because that's the mechanism by which so much food sensitivity uh, takes, takes place. Uh, I think there are a lot of uh, contributors in our society to the leaky gut, um, alcohol abuse. Uh, just before you go to, into that list, I, I just want to, a lot of people are hearing leaky gut and they think, oh no, brown spots on the <laughs> underwear. But that has nothing to do with that. Uh, we're talking about... Um, uh, the other name is increased gut perme- permeability uh, disorder or intestinal hyperpermeability. That's uh, I never heard that uh, that term before, but that's a, that's a good term. So, so that means there's leaking in between the mucous membrane cells um, in your intestinal tract, and that's getting into your bloodstream. You know, the, the partially digested protein particles. And that, you know, elicits a <clears throat> antibody response uh, that then triggers all kinds of maladies and contributes to all kinds of, um, you know, issues. Uh, is that is that how you understand it, or do you have some? I do. Some I do understand it that add? way, and I think that our gut is uh, very fragile because it's it's really only one cell thick, so it's pretty easy for food to leak into the circulation and you become allergic if those tight junctions uh, are not operating properly or anything disrupts it. Now, what what else <clears throat> disrupts it? Let's, you know, besides, um, well, let's go, let's go through a list of, of uh, caustic agents and other Environmental factors that disrupt that lining. Um, I think alcohol abuse. Okay. Um, genetically modified food. Uh, that was not in my textbook list, but I, I put it in there because uh, if you can modify the organisms in the soil, uh, the way they grow genetically modified crops, you modify the organisms in your gut. Uh, steroid use, uh, NSAIDs excessive stress, uh, nutrient insufficiencies, uh, food reactions, uh, and gastrointestinal infections. So um, so that's a mouthful. And we're going to uh, 
kind of um, take one, each one by one. We're going to discuss the impl implications. And, I, and I'll add a couple of other things uh, right off the bat that we also want to <clears throat> put down. And that is uh, EMFs, electromagnetic field pollution, um, you know, so environmental ones, and then very specific ones that we are exposed to when we eat certain foods. So microwave prepared foods <clears throat> have dramatic negative impacts on the lining of the intestinal tract. And Susan, even water heated up in a microwave oven, um, you know, so when you make your tea or, or you know, heat up your coffee for the 10th time, um, you know, like some people uh, that I know, uh, that has, you know, that radiation is going right into your intestinal tract um, and, you know, does interrupt or interfere with the, the, the healing mechanisms in the gut lining. I, I gave up heating water about a year ago. <laughs> I thought water was okay. <laughs> I wouldn't do food, but I, I did do water, and I gave that up. Well, in my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. Um, you know, again, <clears throat> I've told this story before, but my, my stepdaughter did a, a science project that blew the socks off her teachers and the parents of other kids. They just couldn't believe what they saw when, <clears throat> when she did this experiment. But she did it with two plants, and one plant was fed with or watered with microwave uh, water, cooled down to room temperature, and the other was fed um, consistently over, over a period of about two weeks, um, stovetop heated water, you know, and, and then cooled down to room temperature. And there was a huge difference in the outcome of these two plants. It was jalapeno plants, wrong choice, by the way. <laughs> you don't you take you don't take a hardy plant if you want a quick response you know with a test like that so jalapenos are pretty hardy as I found out <clears throat> but what did what was remarkable is that the one plant one jalapeno plant even though it didn't die it didn't grow at all no growth whatsoever no vertical growth mm -hmm. no uh, horizontal growth it did start uh, you know flowering did did start um, you know, uh, blossoming, but <clears throat> the, the blossoms fell off. They never, they never got um, turned into jalapenos. The other plant, within two weeks, was already uh, making little jalapenos. You know, there was already uh, blossoms that had changed to um, fruit, mm -hmm. whatever you call jalapenos. So the fruit or vegetable, <laughs> but anyhow, um, <clears throat> and. Um, and there was a huge difference in growth. And you know, we, we're going to go to a break, but after the break, we're going to talk uh, more about that particular experiment. We're also going to get into these other explanations, what food sensitivities do, why we get them, the, the diseases that are associated with them, and how to reverse this. Susan, is it reversible? Yes. Good news. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's absolutely true. So, uh, by the way, if you... Uh, want to call in, you're certainly, certainly welcome. You can call at 866-404-6519. 866-404-6519. That is if you have any um, malady or health problem that you're concerned about and you want to know if there's a link possibly with food sensitivities, uh, this is, would be a great chance for you to, to call in. Uh, most of our listeners uh, listen by podcast, via podcast afterwards. So if you're not <clears throat> able to call in, just... Just listen in, and if you um, if you have a friend or family that you want to alert to this issue, 
you know, please tell them about our show as well. You know, every day, every day we <clears throat> deal with a, uh, another uh, different, uh, interesting subject, and we have covered a lot of ground over the last year uh, or more. Done over 160, going on 170 shows, Susan, and um, I think we've covered just about every disease you can think of, at least at least in part. So. Uh, you can also call us at 877-484-9735 if you have questions, by the way. And shop QHI.com. We're going to uh, point out some a package special that you can get to do the repair, to help you repair this problem right uh, probably in the next segment. We'll start touching on solutions. We'll be right back. Is Dr. Peter DeVette Live? Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. In today's business world, you have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Carol is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. In each show, the LinkedIn Lady will have a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and, of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show with your host, Carol McManus, every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Hi, my name's John Martin, and I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life-changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. The program that Dr. DeVette put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. (laughs) You heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeBet's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, tell them John Martin sent you. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. And here in the studio with me is Susan Spence. A uh, nurse uh, practitioner, nurse and anesthetist. Uh, we work together here at QHI Wellness, where we practice the very best of natural medicine combined 
with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. And our motto is most, most cost-effective medicine is getting healthy. So sometimes it takes a little bit of an investment, takes a little bit of foresight and insight to realize that the sicker you get, the, the poorer you get. Uh, Susan, so there's a direct re- relationship between your financial status, your pocketbook, and your overall health. You know? mm-hmm. So it is getting more and more expensive, by the way, to be sick. And if you think that insurance is there for you, if you're one of the lucky ones that has insurance, um, you know, think again because even those with insurance are having more and more out-of-pocket expenses. Susan, just absolutely going through the roof. And, you know, there's more and more reasons why we are being afflicted by chronic illnesses. But this food sensitivity thing is a huge one. And, uh, Susan, we need to distinguish real quick between what we call uh, immediate food sensitivity reactions and delayed reactions. So explain that to us. What's the difference between an immediate reaction, like somebody eats a strawberry and their tongue swells up or their... Well, they can't breathe. They go through an anaphylactic reaction. You know, peanut um, <clears throat> gets ingested, and they and they you know go to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah, go to the emergency room, or rashes that that break out. I mean, those are all immediate food sensitivities. But what we what we're talking about today is more the delayed sensitivities. So, <clears throat> talk to us about you know what how's each um, sensitivity mediated in the body. What what is the the mechanism uh, a food allergy is usually used to designate the immediate response. You absolutely know what the problem is because as soon as you eat it, you have problems it 's easy to identify, and those are mediated by antibodies called i g e uh, The second class of food allergies is called uh, food sensitivities. These are delayed reactions people are usually. It can happen anywhere from hours to days after you eat the food. People are not don't usually make the connection uh, with uh, what's wrong with them with the food. It's usually foods that you uh, consume every day, and these are IgA and IgG, and then there's an IgM antibody too. A food intolerance is the term uh, used to refer to something that is does not trigger the immune system like lactose intolerance, that's an inability to digest milk sugar or an MSG sensitivity. Well, that's, that's, that's beautiful. So three different subjects, but they're all very closely related, if you think about it, but, um, but very, very important to distinguish between them. So Susan talked about food allergies, immediate re- responses, food sensitivities, which is what we're pretty much talking about today, which is associated with this increased gut permeability, and then food intolerances, which, uh, as you say, if you don't have the right enzyme, for instance, to digest lactose, then you're going to be dairy intolerant. And, um, you know, so, or, you know, so, so it's, uh, but oftentimes, Susan, there's a, a, a link between a food intolerance and a food sensitivity. So, you know, if you have a food sensitivity, you're more likely to develop uh, food intolerances. Right. But then just genetically, some people are, you know, lose their ability, for instance, to digest uh, dairy, lactose, you know, at, at certain ages. So, you know, certain cultural groups or ethnic groups also much more likely to be 
<clears throat> lactose uh, deficient or lact lactase deficient. You know the enzyme that digests lactose, especially especially blacks. You know, mm. so blacks, Asians, and Asians lose you know that enzyme uh, earlier than Caucasians typically. So they're more likely to be afflicted with uh, with symptoms when they do dairy, say after age twenty, thirty, um, and so forth. So, and um, food allergies are extremely difficult to identify and pinpoint because the symptoms can happen. Food sensitivities, you mean? Yeah, foods. What did I say? Allergies. Food allergies. Yeah. Food sensitivities are difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch me. <laughs> I think one thing and say another. <laughs> It can happen in, in any body system. You can have an ailment in any body system and you not link it to your food. And Susan, I think you can take it from you know, somebody that has a cold, a flu, somebody that has irritable bowel, somebody that has asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, psoriasis, any rash you can think of, eczemas. You take headaches, you take people with, uh, I mean, cancer, you know, you take people with coronary artery disease, angina, um, COPD or emphysema. You know, we can just go on and on and, 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 and you have a summary of systems that are most often impacted. So maybe you can give us that quickly. Those would be uh, the gastrointestinal system, uh, neurological system, uh, which you can get migraines, headaches, brain fog, hyperactivity, depression. Um, you can have unexplained fatigue, muscle aches, joint pain. Um, your immune system can just be overworked to the point where you get recurrent infections. Um, respiratory, you already mentioned that, uh, but also that includes like the a chronic, you can have chronic mucus or a stuffy, stuffed up nose from uh Food sensitivities, or and you also mentioned the the skin. You can have any any sort of outbreak on your skin can be related to food. And and Susan, <clears throat> when we go through that, you know the most common. Uh, if you want to talk about most common to least common, most common symptom that people link to food sensitivities, <clears throat> I think would probably be gastrointestinal. You know, vague stuff like IBS symptoms. You know, and for those of you that don't know what irritable bowel symptom, syndrome means, you know, it's when you have um, functional pain related to bowel activity. So, and and if there's a a, a changing of uh, bowel cycles, you know, so people that go from constipated to diarrhea, or from loose uh, loose bowels to uh, to you know solid bowels, you know back and forth, you know, those kinds of things, um, that's, uh, you know, that's synonymous with irritable bowel syndrome. So and when we talk about just constipation or we talk about just diarrhea, same thing. So a food sensitivity can make you very constipated. A food sensitivity can give you diarrhea. Food sensitivities also play a key role in Bowel diseases like inflammatory bowel disease, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, also the gallbladder. If you have a gallbladder problem, Susan, um, we always, you know, the first thing we do in our clinic here is to get people off the foods that they're sensitive to immediately. And guess what? Half of the time, just that alone will make the gallbladder pain go away. 
Well, that's that's how you know, wow. that's how powerful that is. So, if you're eating a food that you're uh, sensitive to, and the same applies to reflux disease, if you have heartburn, if you have reflux disease, you cannot cure gastroesophageal reflux disease without addressing food sensitivities. Huge part of the problem. And so, so that's just the gastrointestinal tract. And then, you know, you mentioned the neuro neurological systems, migraines. You cannot treat migraines effectively without going in and getting, uh, you know, some kind of a food sensitivity testing. Mm -hmm. Because the trigger oftentimes for that migraine that comes when you least expect it, you know, is a food sensitivity. You know, so, of course, we know in the work that we do that there's an emotional link to every disease, too. So, but, but it uh, it often also uh, has a food involved as a trigger, and Susan, that goes for tension headaches. You know, so even if it's your neck that is responsible, or you got you know neck tension, or you know uh, positional pain because you're sitting in front of a computer all day, you mm -hmm. know, with your head leaning forward, or you've been reading too long, you know, there's still a role that food sensitivities play even in that, and then moods. I mean that's a, that's a huge area you know that uh, we can spend a lot of time on, but but uh, you know a lot of people have very clear cut Mood. shifts in their <laughs> moods when they when they you know, they get certain foods. Um, this is a little bit interesting. You know how cold and flu viruses can mutate. So if they start on one side of the United States, by the time the flu gets to us, it's in, it mutated. It's different. Well. In my reading, I found out that um, IgG antibodies can do that too. Um, they can. There's like one, two, three, and four. Ig one fixes complement. Complement causes um, hemolysis, a breaking open of red blood cells, and an achiness and a soreness like the flu does. And then it can go on to become a long-acting Ig four. And then that IG4 can complex with other things and become modified so much that it turns into a different class of antigen. Wow. So. It so, mutates. So <laughs> the, the longer you eat it, the longer you yeah. eat it, it mutates. And then, you know, we, we talked about different uh, forms of, of Proteins that, that trigger food sensitivities. And, and when we come back, we're going to also mention lectins. You know, certain blood types, people um, with certain blood types have a, a predisposition to sensitivities to certain foods. So we're also going to touch on that because for those of you that haven't read Eat Right for Your Type, that was a book written a few, many years back by Dr. D'Amato. And... Uh, you know, that book is very, very insightful in understanding food sensitivities. And that's summarized in my book, Heal, Thy Heal Thyself, uh, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, which is available, by the way, through shopqhi.com, shopqhi.com, or through our number, 877-484-9735. 877-484-9735. We will be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live 
Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. Life Force Naturals, a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination. To order your bottle of Life Force Naturals, call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Help your body get rid of disease-causing inflammation today with Flamaway. Presented to you by DeVette Wellness. Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches, and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. On Toginet.com, he'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. Now we're back. We're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. And again, we are talking about uh, food sensitivities. Are food sensitivities making you fat and sick? So, Susan, is food sensitivities behind the fat? And food sensitivities behind all these chronic disease epidemics? How would a food sensitivity make you... I can guess. How, how would a food sensitivity make you fat? My guess would be that you'd be so swollen and inflamed that you wouldn't be absorbing food properly. So your body, in an attempt to find what it needs, just wants to eat more and more and more and more. Is that how? Well, there's, there's different mechanisms. But, uh, you know, the first, you know, is we're asking that question, and, and the answer is not completely, but a huge part of, of the epidemics is food sensitivity related. So how does the food sensitivity make you fat? Well, here's, here's some of the mechanisms. So, <clears throat> Susan, when you eat a food that you're sensitive to, it slows you down. It contributes to fatigue. It contributes to inflammation in the body. So we know that obesity is an inflammatory state. It's increasing the inflammation in your body. So in order to reverse it, you have to, um, you know, turn turn that around. So the other thing we know about obesity is it's, you know, there's a huge part of it that is 
based on lymphatic drainage problems. So, uh, so, uh, and and you you might have heard this before, but most people out there have not. When you look at a fat cell, you know what what is the content of a fat cell? What's what's the percentage fat and what's the percentage water? Most of it's water. Yeah, eighty to ninety percent of the cell makeup, even in an obese person, is water. So, so those cells get waterlogged. It's not just the fat content that is in there. So when you have uh, lymphatic drainage problems, that is behind, you know that uh, you know that that edema that happens associated with with the fat cells. And that's why, by the way, when people start eating right, oftentimes they'll have a massive diuresis. They'll start peeing like like horses, you know, as they start clearing that extra fluid from the fat tissue. That's also, you know, when we do um, body sculpting here, <clears throat> which is a non-surgical technique that's, uh, that involves injections <clears throat> into the fat itself, that basically is resetting the lymph drainage pathways and getting those cells to dump water, you know. They're also dumping fat. They're also burning up fat. But much more important is the water content that's being <clears throat> rebalanced and cleared. Um, so... And by the way, that's also partly uh, associated with insulin resistance. So food sensitivities also increase your insulin resistance, and that makes you fat. So, you know, because it takes more insulin production from your pancreas to get that sugar into the, <clears throat> into the cells. We know that insulin is a fattening hormone. You know, so, um, so you have you know, just right there. A number of different mechanisms. Also, when you have food sensitivities, it contributes to brain fog. What happens when you have brain fog? You can't think straight. Uh, it feeds addictions. So, food sensitivities make you want to eat the stuff that you're being poisoned by. Why is that, Susan? I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's this t- t- toxicity trigger. It's it's a histaminic response, in part, in some people, and so. Histamine has an interesting side effect, and that is it makes you high. So you can actually take some histamine and get some get high. It also gives you hives, high and hives, <laughs> you know, all at the same time. Yeah, but sometimes uh, histamine does other things. You know, can constrict your bronchial tubes. That's a hormone that is produced when you know. But that's the IgE form of allergy. But even the IgG form or the their sensitivity type relation reactions can have a histaminic component. Am I right? Yes, you're right. So, so yeah, very, very definitely a major contributor to obesity. What about sickness? Well, we've already gone through a lot of illnesses, uh, Susan, and um, and a big one is uh, that you wanted to mention too is is what autoimmune disease. Uh, more and more. Um, I think physicians, not all physicians, but a lot of the more progressive physicians are realizing that most of our autoimmune disease are linked to food sensitivities, a leaky gut. Yeah. So you cannot have an autoimmune disease, in other words, without having some food sensitivity associated. And, yeah, we already said that Food sensitivity is implicated in just virtually every disease. Not necessarily a causative, but certainly as a contributor. But Susan, when we, you know, we went through a list of things that can cause food sensitivities earlier. 
And we mentioned uh, some off-the-wall things like GMO foods. What, what the heck is a GMO food? Well, we've done an entire show or two or three on genetically modified foods. And it's uh, well worth your time to listen to one of those shows. You can go back and on the, our podcast either in, on um, iTunes or on uh, Toginet. But when we, when we think about GMO foods, what what uh, you know the agricultural industries are doing more and more is to engineer foods to be resistant to certain things and you know to be um, able to grow in certain parts of the, of the world where they previously couldn't grow. That's the positive side. The negative side is that genetically engineered foods also are laden with a lot of toxins because they can. You know, so herbicides can be sprayed, for instance, on the lands that uh, you know where GMOs are grown, and that causes a problem with the animals, including human beings, that ingest those foods with those high levels of herbicides. There's also other characteristics where you know the food is actually making its own, um, you know, pesticides, for example, and that gets into your intestinal tract. I read an article. I think I think it was from Dr. Mercola that they took some mice. And for three generations, fed them nothing but genetically modified grains. After three generations, they lost their ability to reproduce. Totally sterile. So if you translate that to human beings, well, it'll take us another couple of generations because you're already seeing a huge epidemic of infertility, you know, low sperm counts, uh, women having problems with uh, getting pregnant. And there's, you know how expensive it is to try and get pregnant? Very, very. <laughs> like you spend about half as much as for the child as it costs to raise the child just to get him here. <laughs> but, you know, and, and of course you can do in vitro fertilization. You can do all that kind of stuff. But, Susan, we have a very high rate of getting women pregnant here at uh, <laughs> at <Kishore laughs> Wellness. <laughs> and I don't want to say I'm the stud or anything like that. No, this is because when people clean up their diets, when they get their leaky gut uh, syndrome under control, when they get the stresses, you know, re- reversed that have you know caused their bodies to shut down that uh, you know that process of uh, procreation, you know, then it is a lot easier for them to get pregnant. And it doesn't take long. I've been absolutely amazed to see that you know a lot of women will get pregnant within two to four weeks, you know, wow. just like that. Because you know um, the other thing that's very, very important is the recall healing as- aspect to figure out exactly what the, what the program is. But another thing I wanted to mention that's really prominent on our list is NSAIDs. You know, this is, this is something that very, very few people know about non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. You know, when you take that ibuprofen, when you take that um, naproxen or the Aleve or, um, you know, what what else? Tylenol. Uh, well, Tylenol is not an inside, but, oh, you're right. uh, but it's, uh, you know, it also has its problems, you know, especially with the liver and the kidneys and so. But the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, you know, that's what you get in Advil and Motrin, mm-hmm. you know, that's the ibuprofen uh, too. That uh, those drugs, and Susan, it's not just the over-the-counter ones; the prescription ones too, like Celebrex. You know, just for example, and Vioxx. You know, that was taken off the market a few years back. 
was, you know, exceptionally harmful, uh, nostril, especially with heart disease and stuff. But what most people don't realize is that those drugs, like all drugs, do something that you don't want to have done to you, and that is they stop the healing process. But they also disrupt other functions. Mm -hmm. So if you take one drug, you get disruption of other functions, and with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, they disrupt the gut lining. They increase gut uh, permeability, and in some instances, in many instances, they even can cause bleeding. Mm -hmm. As we know, you know, that's the most common cause of death in people with over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs is GI hemorrhages. They do stop inflammation, uh, but they stop the anti-inflammatory processes too, which is where the damage comes in, because you got to have a balance of you know inflammatory processes and anti-inflammatory processes. So you're stopping both of them. Well, what most people don't realize is, in order for your body to heal, when your body gets injured, whatever it is, and whether it's you know, just your blood vessels being traumatized with your heart beating, pushing blood at high speeds through them, or whether it is you getting traumatized just walking down the street and, you know, <clears throat> jarring your joints as you go, which is a natural thing, um, you know, or whether it's, you know, uh, doing, uh, you know, high-end sports, you know, like football, you know, where you're really uh, getting hammered. Any of those, when you take a nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory, it stops the healing process because inflammation is actually a part of the repair mechanism. You have to get inflammation mm -hmm. before you can have repair, you know? So if you just <laughs> shut down that uh, inflammatory process, now, of course, if inflammation gets stuck, it can get very uncomfortable and miserable, and, you know, you can certainly uh, develop a progressive disease. But there's so much more to that whole process. So nonsteroidal anti-inflammatories, you're guaranteed, if you take them, to have leaky gut syndrome and to have other problems uh, <clears throat> develop. And Susan, uh, when we come back from break, we're also going to talk about antibiotics and how that messes up your gut. Even one time in a lifetime can mess up your gut forever. Uh, and if you've done antibiotics, you need to rebalance. So again, shopqhi.com. There's a package special, Susan, called IBS, the IBS package, irritable bowel syndrome package. Uh, or the acid reflux disease package. Both of them have the repair kits for leaky gut syndrome. So uh, shopqhi.com, or you can call 877-484-9735. 877-484-9735. We'll be right back. After you. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. 
There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. Devet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go on to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Uh, you're on uh, Toginet every day of the week. Uh, we're always uh, trying to share uh, information with all of you out there on how you can do some things for yourself, how you can get yourself healthy and strong. And no matter what you are afflicted with, if you get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, I think you'll find a tremendous amount of, of helpful information summarized in a way that uh, is really easy to use. Um, in the back of my book, um, in the Cure section called Your Guide to Miraculous Healing, that section, there's actually a 12-week action plan to manifest your miracle. So it takes you step-by-step step through uh, 12 weeks of action steps that you can take uh, to turn, um, potentially turn virtually anything around that you might be uh, dealing with. <clears throat> and uh, Susan, it's, uh, I also have another book out about a month ago called uh, Bringing Sexy Back. Bring Sexy Back, Transform the Body you have, you have into the Body You Want. And that book is a little bit more about aesthetics. In other words, how do we look at ourselves? Do we see our own beauty? And uh, if we don't, uh, that, that's where we have to start because, you know, even fat is beautiful, Susan. <laughs> a lot of people don't think so. But if it's you cute under- on my grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby fat, yeah. But uh, fat has a purpose. Every disease has a purpose. Every disease is very specific for uh, the biological, uh, you know, related to the biological program that that runs it. So, and that that includes leaky gut syndrome. It includes, um, you know, food sensitivities. 
And uh, Susan has a whole fascinating backdrop on food sensitivities. Why, why, why are some people sensitive to certain foods? Let's talk about, you know, a simple one, wheat. <laughs> you know, wheat sensitivity or in its worst, uh, most severe form, celiac disease, which can be associated with irritable bowel symptoms, neurological um, losses like, you know, weakness and uh, severe chronic fatigue syndrome, severe brain fog, and, um, you know, can even have uh, uh, manifestations in the joints and, you know, in the bowels as inflammatory bowel. And if it goes on like uh, if you, for every decade you get past 20 years old before it's discovered, your um, chance of having multiple autoimmune diseases rises significantly. Diabetes, yeah. thyroid disease, everything. It is so important to, to know that. And B12 deficiency, almost universal. No, I, I would say universal in, in those with celiac disease. And Susan? Most people with celiac disease in America have no clue that they have celiac disease because mm-hmm. there's, uh, there's no neon sign that comes up on your belly saying celiac disease. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go find it. And if you have vague symptoms, if you have, you know, aches and pains, severe fatigue, problems with the irritable bowel, uh, those kinds of things, you may want to get tested. Get, you know, the anti-gliadin antibodies uh, done to see if you have it. A lot of people really, a lot of doctors really don't recognize it because what they learned in medical school was you're going to discover it, you know, as soon as the child starts eating, it's going to be massive diarrhea, um, and it doesn't necessarily happen like that. You can alternate between uh, constipation and diarrhea. Yeah, and 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 by the way, not necessarily full-blown celiac disease, but uh, wheat uh, sensitivity, dairy sensitivity, Two huge issues in autism. Mm-hmm. You know, we work with, uh, in the past, I've worked with a lot of autism patients. And Susan, my experience is that every single autism patient um, has a sensitivity and a huge percentage of ADHD patients. So if you have a child with ADHD, if you have a child with a learning disorder, you know, very, very likely that they also have a very significant food sensitivity. Right. So it can even affect the way that you are able to function mentally in most of the world. You know, we discussed the impact on, you know, on mood earlier. But And don't forget, it can also cause uh, environmental illness. Some people call it multiple chemical sensitivity. And I think that happens because when your gut is so inflamed, you can't uh, absorb enough proteins, et cetera, minerals to repair your own body especially your mucous membranes the eyes mouth lungs and when you get around uh, chemicals like gas or cleaning agents or perfumes uh, your tissues are extremely sensitive because they're usually thin and undernourished yeah well that uh, that uh, that makes uh, makes total sense now susan uh, let's talk repair quickly um actually how do you heal um Food sensitivities. What's uh, and I know there's there's uh, four steps, but uh, what are those four steps? Because it happens to be the same four steps as would be for increased gut permeability dis- disorder or gut hyperpermeability disorder. What, what are those four steps? Um, I think you have to check and see if there's uh, overgrowth of bacteria. 
like the upper part of the small intestine is supposed to be have hardly any bacteria as compared to the lower gut. So if there's a microbial uh, overgrowth, uh, you have to remove that. Uh, if you don't, that causes uh, increased ammonia, which makes brain fog worse. Ammonia is toxic to your brain. Uh, you can either use antibiotics if it's super, super severe, or uh, you can use uh, probiotics and prebiotics. Uh, there's berberine and citrus seed extract, uh, glycerea, olive leaf. Uh, if you have uh, yeast involved in that, too, you want to think about um, nystatin, uh, caprylic acid. We have a Invaders Detox Package on our website. If you go to shopqhi.com, so if you're dealing with the you know IBS, uh, reflux disease, or if you're really concerned about air, um, increased gut permeability, uh, syndrome related to critters in your intestinal tract, by the way, not just bacteria, but uh, funguses, uh, rampant in our society, and also parasites. So intestinal parasites, uh, even certain vi- viruses. So you can have any of those categories of of organisms involved in intestinal tract disease. But the pathogenic bacteria and the funguses, the biggest uh, culprits of all. So removing is critical. Susan, we have also have a supplement on that Invaders Detox Package. It's, it's called Invaders Defense um, Pro. Uh, Invaders Defense Pro. And that Invaders Defense has oregano, uh, green olive leaf extract, elderberry. Uh, it has um, garlic in it, larynx in it, which is antiviral. So it, mm-hmm. it's antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral. And it's a great one for cleaning up the intestinal tract. It also happens to be great for uh, for uh, infections like uh, you know um, colds and flu, especially um, you know if there's a bacterial component that gets in, and you get some yellow crud, and you know, and you're coughing up junk and uh, all that stuff. So. And elderberry is a potent uh, antiviral. There's lots of studies done on that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so elderberry, um, great antiviral, great immune booster. Uh, on top of that. Now, Susan, so removing, so you want to remove the culprit organ, organisms, and you also want to remove the stuff that is hurting you, your GMO foods. You want to remove the microwave oven-based foods, you know. So so that's, and, and by the way, in my book, Heal Thyself, there's a chapter on, or a section in the book on leaky gut syndrome and increased gut permeability. And, you know, so uh, these these mechanisms that we just mentioned. Uh, there, we call them the four R's: remove, replace, re-inoculate, repair. So we've already talked about the remove. Uh, replace is if you have uh, digestive factors that are predisposing you to be allergic uh, to certain foods, sensitive to certain foods, and that could be like not having enough stomach acid or enough pancreatic enzymes, enough bile. Um, that needs to be considered also. And in the IBS package that we have on the website, if, uh, under package specials, you go to shopqhi.com, uh, uh, go to package specials, and look up um, look up uh, IBS um, uh, package special. And that has digestion optimizer formula. It has the acid, the um, acids, the, the enzymes, and the bile. 
to help you with that replacement. Also, certain nutrients uh, can be critical. So, um, there's when we talk about replacing, we also uh, want to make sure that you have all the nutrients that your gut needs. L-glutamine, mm-hmm. uh, huge. You know, so that happens to be in a product called. Glutagenics, uh, which is on that package special. Glutagenics has L-glutamine in it, aloe vera, which which also gives you some of the the healthy <clears throat> essential sugars that your gut needs, and then you have the um, you know the licorice root extract. And Susan, just uh, real quickly on uh, <clears throat> replacing, we also want to make sure that we replace with good healthy bacteria. Yeah. So good. That's the other R. No, that's re-inoculate. the R. Re-inoculate. Yeah. So, <laughs> re-inoculate means that you you put back good bacteria, and the Cadillac of probiotics that I you know use in my practice when especially and we talked about antibiotics earlier, we just mentioned it. But Susan, anybody that's taken an antibiotic anywhere in their lifetime, if they've never taken a good probiotic regimen, should because it's very likely that they have pathogenic bacterial overgrowth fungal overgrowth and stuff like that in that intestinal tract and even in the sinuses. You know, anybody that's ever used a steroid, ever used a steroid in the sinuses, critical to do uh, re-inoculation like, like in your case. You know, we're working on your sinusitis right now with segment therapy and, uh, you know, just cleaning out those sinuses. So re-inoculation, uh, we have a product called Saccharomycin Boilardi that we use first, then orthobiotics, and then we do nature's probiotic. And that is on our package special for probiotics. It's called probiotic uh, special on our package specials. Repair, very quick. Um, you know, that's where the glutagenics comes into. Mm-hmm. Uh, repair. Essential fatty acids. <clears throat> Essential fatty acids, yeah. Short chain fatty acids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, and folks, if you want more information, Get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. You can also get se- Bringing Sexy Back, Transform the Body You Have into Body. And you can call us here at 877-484-9735, 877-484-9735. We do educational consults with people all around the country and all around the world. And you can also go to shopqhi.com where you will find those packed specials and more stuff. And we'll be back tomorrow. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVent Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern.